Welcome to Streamable, the podcast about the best streaming content out there. We're going to be reviewing shows and movies from Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Disney+, Peacock, whatever other services they come up with. So sit back, listen to our review, and then you can tell us how wrong we are on Twitter. I'm Jimmy. And I'm Brett. And together we have over 57 years of movie watching experience. Wait, we were watching movies when we were born? Shh, shut up. You know, I, I could do my regular joke opening, but to be honest, I don't think anything I say is going to beat the fact that this episode has somebody in it called Love Sausage. And <laughs> it's exactly what you would think. <laughs> kind of. So, so we're going over The Boys Season 2, Episode 6. Uh, we haven't been saying the name of the episodes. Do you know what name this episode was? I honestly haven't paid attention in this show. Um, yeah. it, it had something. I think it was the Sage Grove Center or whatever. They're usually pretty pointed. I mean, they're not whatever. Okay. Well, anyways, um, yeah, let's let's hop into it and then we can we can go over Love Sausage in a bit. <laughs> so, uh, basically, the the whole boys crew is kind of like back together. Like this is the first time they've all been kind of together, like doing something in an episode in a while. So they decide to go to Sage Grove, which is that location that they found out about last episode from uh, Annie spying on Stormfront's emails. And it's a mental health hospital, basically, for uh, mental patients. But it turns out that uh, Vought is testing Compound V on adult patients there. Uh, so it's all these crazy people that also have superpowers. And there's, like... A guy that spits, like, acid spit, which is a horrible superpower. So, like, wait, here's a question. Okay. Was this a mental health facility that they took over and just used tests on mentally ill people? Or did they actually, like, find people that they thought they were appropriate and are just hiding them in a building that is disguised as a mental health hospital? I don't know. I mean... I think, I mean, Vought's been around long enough that technically could go either way. Right. We 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 don't get any actual like exposition that explains how this facility came to be. Is it more evil if they just take over a facility full of yeah. mental patients than yeah, experimental? Like, I think so. Would, yeah. Rather than handpicking people that they think are genetically going to. Well, I think the, I, like I don't that. even think that because they're not trying to make it so they can do it on genetically like superior people. They just want to stabilize the aren't they though, Jimmy? Compound the well, whole point <laughs> eventually, but they just want to stabilize Compound V so they can use it on any any subject they want. Yeah, I guess I I still think you would at least start with people. Well, I mean, like the. The people that we see aren't the like what examples of the Aryan race that the the Nazi people would want to to give powers to, right? So like they are all white. Are they? Aren't there? they? I don't remember. I don't remember all of them. I only remember like the. Uh, I the remember explosive man, telekinesis and, and girl. Uh, yeah, the floating guy that got killed. 
acid Vomit spit man. burned his own face off, so I don't really remember what he looked like before then. Yeah, it's the second instance of someone losing their face in this show. Yeah, but this was less horrible than the face ripping off. True. That that was pretty graphic. Worst superpower ever. <laughs> All right. So, uh, basically, our 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 heroes here uh, kind of try to go into the facility and get more info about it. Uh, they find out that one of the um, nurses there is actually Lamplighter, who's been missing since, you know, season one. Uh, well, since before season one. Well, yeah. So, ironically played by Sean Ashmore, who played Iceman in the uh, yes. in the X-Men series. Now Lamplighter has uh, the powers of Pyro from X-Men. Literally, he, he has to have a fire source, it seems, and he has a Zippo lighter. Yep. Yeah, they they, uh, they go in there trying to figure out about this stuff. They figure out the that they're testing this on the uh, the patients, but I don't remember what exactly causes it. But they end up causing like a breakout so, of all of yeah, the yeah. They're uh, they're they're MM and Kimiko are disguised as orderlies. Right. Frenchie is the patient. I don't know why it's that group. I guess they wanted Kimiko in, and I don't know Huey and. Butcher and Starlight are just keeping watch, basically. Like, yeah, I think Starlight just helped them. They're not break, doing anything, like, but a fence or something, and then yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so Frenchie sees Lamplighter on the camera, and he's losing his shit. And MM is basically saying like, "All right, we gotta we gotta get out of here. We got the intel." So. Frenchie is supposed to be posing as, you know, a mentally ill guy, and then he kind of just locks eyes with Lamplighter, and Lamplighter starts to pull out his Zippo. Frenchie pulls out his gun. They have a very short standoff, and then, I don't know, like someone shows up or something. Lamplighter basically just ends up melting a door by mistake. Yeah, yeah, And it's the door to the most powerful person there, seemingly, who's a telekinetic, and she rips all the doors off, which... Leads us to my correction of the name of the episode is The Bloody Doors Off. Okay, well, that makes more sense. Yeah, before she rips the doors off, she literally comes outside and explodes a person? Yeah. Yeah, that's an insanely powerful superpower. So anyways, she she rips all the doors off, all the other patients escape. They get ex- uh, like a, They all start to run away and kind of like hole up in a room. And get attacked by acid spit guy who spits the acid on his own face and burns it off. Yep. You would think that if Where's you have acid power? spit, you you would also have like resistance to your own Apparently spit, right? Only like, in his throat. Th- like that doesn't make any sense. Shitty power. That'd be a horrible power. Yep. But anyways, they're dealing with that. There, I think like another one escapes outside. And ends up near Huey, Annie, and, and Butcher. Uh, and his power is, I guess, like some sort of like EMP shockwave blast thing. And he ends up kind of exploding. Kind of, yeah, he just kind of explodes without the explosion. It's just a shockwave. Uh, which like knocks over their van. Uh, Huey ends up getting impaled by it. And they end up taking off down the, uh, the road to try to kind of figure out how to help him. They encounter like a random guy driving down. They try to stop his car, and 
things get a little heated between him and, and Butcher, and the guy pulls a gun, and Annie ends up killing the guy. Uh, but he wasn't dead. He was leaking he was bleeding a bunch from his of head, blood so. out the back of his head, and they left him there. Yeah, but she did check his pulse before they left, so, you know, I think he was alive. I don't know. That guy's sure. going to come back, trust me. <laughs> yeah, unnamed uh, guy on the road. Yep. He'll be the big bad next season. Yep. Well, anyways, yeah, so they they end up using, I guess, his car's power. I guess, I don't think we've seen this before, but Annie requires, like, an energy source to use her powers. Yeah, I think we have at one point, because she dimmed the lights and then made herself glow or something. But, yeah, her power is stupid as shit, too. And Butcher basically calls her out on that. He's like, oh, you're absolutely worthless if you're not near power. Yeah. Well, anyways, she uses the power. She uh, she ends up cauterizing Huey's wounds, and then they um, take the car and and start to head towards like a hospital or something to to help him out, right? And then Annie and Butcher kind of have this animosity because, of course, Butcher shot her in the chest at the end of last season. But uh, they kind of bond over like caring about Huey and. Annie, I guess, is also feeling like she's kind of becoming like a horrible person because she so easily attacked that guy to to steal the car and, and save Huey. But it's interesting that they're bringing those two characters kind of together. Let's see if that pays off in some way. Back at the facility, well, no, okay, yeah, they, they, they go to like a another room because uh, Lamplighter. They they basically agree that Lamplighter is going to help them get them out of there, and they're not going to try to kill him. But then they, I think, run into the telekinetic girl or something. They basically have to hide in another room for a while. They're in a room, just the three of them. Uh, Frenchie starts to make a bomb, a knockout gas bomb. And they start to recap, like, he's pissed at Lamplighter. Lamplighter's pissed at him because... Yeah, we get we get some Frenchie backstory this episode. So, like, I guess Lamplighter was a... Uh part of the seven but he was also like they they guess they had something on him so the boys were kind of like blackmailing him into giving them info on on the seven and it was frenchie's job to follow him around and one night he ends up leaving lamplighter to go deal with trying to save his like uh like druggy friends that he has and that's the night that lamplighter went and killed mallory's Grandchildren or children? I don't remember. Grandchildren, yeah. Grandchildren. So, you know, they blame him for the death, but Frenchie's basically been blaming himself because he wasn't there as well. And then it's revealed that Lamplighter was like, you know, I, I was trying to kill Mallory, not her grandkids, and he's kind of torn up about it. Yeah. And then uh, something breaks through the window. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a tentacle of some kind. Yes. And it starts to choke uh, M.M. out. Uh, and then it turns out it, it's not a tentacle. It's a love sausage. <laughs> yep. It slings back up between love sausage. Is that the guy's name? It's literally the character's name is love yeah. sausage. Yes, well, his love sausage... Uh... Kimiko runs out and seemingly subdues him, and then his yeah, love and then sausage his... retracts and goes back in 
between his legs. Yeah, his power is basically if he was Mr. Fantastic, but the only part of himself that he can stretch out is his penis. Yeah. Yeah. Which, well, hilarious. I don't know, man. Like He can control it, so, you know. It seems like it was... Because you see a glimpse of it, like, uh, in the security cam at its... um, at its base level, and it already seems too long. Yeah. Like, it seems like it'd be unwieldy. If, if it got to, like, a more manageable size when it was stowed away, then sure. But also... Maybe he's just trying to be a show-off. Maybe it can shrink more. Also, is it as sensitive as a regular penis? Because then I'm not trying to stretch out my penis and, like, grab bad guys with it or something. Because then they just like flick it, and I'm I'm disabled. <laughs> These are the questions we need to have answered, writers of the voice. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I can't believe I almost forgot the the love sausage scene. I, I'm waiting for how much shit MM gets for being choked out by a penis. Yeah, and I can already picture our social media for this. So. I mean, we can't post the the penis, can we? No, no, no. It's just the 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 text. <laughs> okay, sure. Well, I mean, if we post a screen cap of MM with it wrapped around his neck, it doesn't look like a penis. <laughs> yeah, <I don't laughs> will, will, will will that pass the the guidelines? I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't want to get banned off Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> All right. Okay, so yeah, after this is when they end up in the other room, and then um. I'm hiding from the uh, telekinetic. Telekinetic, and then and then Stormfront appears and kind of seems to shock her out. And Lamplighter goes out and kind of lies about what happened, and doesn't narc out our 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 team here. And then uh, I think the Stormfront basically just tells him to clean up the mess, and then she leaves. Right. Yep. Well, they end up getting out. They end up. Uh, calling Mallory over, uh, and then meeting up with Mallory, and she is pretty much like ready to kill Lamplighter because, of course, who wouldn't be? But Frenchie ends up begging her to spare him because he understands now that like Lamplighter regrets what happened, same way like Frenchie's been regretting what happened, and that uh, and that he can kind of like atone for it by like helping them now. So we'll see where that goes with the whole. Lamplighter storyline. Yep. Uh, and Maeve uh, was working with the Deep right last episode. So the Deep has recovered. Well, the Deep was looking for the black box from the plane that Homelander and Maeve were on where it went down and all those people died. Mm-hmm. He couldn't find the black box, but he ends up finding this GoPro. And at the end of the episode, she has, I guess gotten it fixed or, or or pulled the info out to her phone and there is the video of them on the plane leaving all these people to die and her uh, her girlfriend whose name escapes me right now finds yeah, it basically I guess the plan now is for Maeve to use that to blackmail Homelander and the other thing the Deep does is basically try to recruit A-Train into Scientology or whatever what, their version of it. Yeah, we're just gonna keep calling it Scientology because it's straight up Scientology. <laughs> it 
<laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know where that thing is going so far because it's it's been like the slowest build for the season. It doesn't seem like it's anywhere near paying off yet. Yeah, I mean, I guess the big question is, you know, why do they want people in the seven? Is it just to have influence, or I don't know? Maybe the I, uh, the the leader of Scientology is like secretly a soup, and I don't know. Maybe, but I forget was uh. Was the show renewed for season three before, like, two was finished being made? I or... think so. So then maybe it's, like, Wait a, a build-up that, that won't pay off until next season. Maybe. I mean, I, I still think... Yeah, I, I don't know what the Scientology angle is, but I still think there's going to hopefully be a showdown of, like, Maeve, the Deep, A-Train versus the other members of the Seven. Sure. I mean, it, it is relatively, I guess, equal at that point then, right? Because it's three versus three and then Annie on the side. Yeah, or, yeah, it's going to be like a three-way fight because Annie and Lamplighter and the boys. Oh, yeah, versus Annie, the two factions and Kimiko are the three supers the on that seven. side now. Yeah. Oh, well, speaking of the seven, the other part of the story is basically Homelander and, and Stormfront. Yep. Uh, Homelander kind of is getting really into their relationship, tries to, like, surprise her. She ends up kind of, like, sort of blowing him off to go deal with the stuff at uh, Sage Grove, and he gets all upset. So when she comes back, she ends up revealing to him, like, her backstory. And she was born in 1919 and was the first person to, like, be given Compound V, apparently. So she's, like, the first hero. Yeah, and... Again, this wasn't clear because she also reveals to Homelander that they're, the point of the facility is to test Compound B on adults. It's always worked on kids, but it's really unstable in adults. So I don't know if she was an adult when she was injected because she ends up marrying Vought, the, the, the scientist, the creator of the company, obviously. Right. But... I mean, I assume then she was injected as an adult, not as a baby, and then... Yeah, I assume she's an adult, too, when she's injected, because it would be really weird for him to basically raise a superhero and then marry it. But, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past all the crazy shit that they're trying to set this stuff up as. But True. I'm, I'm going to go with adult. But yeah, she, she's, she was a straight-up Nazi. She... Like, danced with Himmler or something? Yeah, Him <laughs> she, she had a photo with Himmler and Goebbels and uh, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, basically the whole plan for Compound V was to create, like, a race of Aryan superheroes. Uh, with so Homelander at the lead, because he's blonde-haired and blue-eyed. Yep. By the way, that actor has very dark hair and is British. Is he British or Australian? Oh, maybe he was... Oh, I thought he was British. I don't know. Yeah, I, I know he has, like... I thought he had, like, straight-up, like, black hair in yeah. the random picture I saw of him. Yeah, it was just funny to see that, <laughs> given yeah. his character. But, yeah, that's about it. There's a lot of good exposition in this episode, I think. Uh, well, it, well, the it, one last bit is, I think, literally the end of the episode is us seeing the, uh, the telepathic... Or telekinetic uh, chick, like, trying to hitchhike out of the facility, so... 
Yeah, so she, she's insanely powerful. I assume draw. she's kind of being set up as some sort of big ordeal in the next couple of episodes. If you not, think she can do that it, instant body squish to a soup? I don't know. That's a good question. That'd be super overpowered, though. Like, I don't know how you write your way out of that if you give her the ability to do that. Well, like a 10v1? Even then, I don't know. I feel like... I mean, she got knocked out instantly by Stormfront's lightning, so... She's know. not, like... She doesn't have good defense. She has really good offense, obviously. Yeah, but if you're, as long as you're just aware of where people are and you can explode them... It just seems too overpowered if you can just blow up a soup. Yeah, we'll see. But anyway, yeah, that so that leaves a bunch of questions. I mean, everything else is pretty much falling in line with where we expected it, I think. Uh, but it did pick things up a lot from the last few episodes. This is one of the better episodes. Yeah, after the last two but... were so slow, this this was like like super speed compared to them. Well, I mean, it wasn't paced that fast. I think it was just it unveiled so much information. Well, you got all the backstory that we've so slow with the exposition, though. Like they were literally like last episode was literally, I think, like the worst episode, followed yeah. by this one, which is probably one of the best episodes in the season right now. Maybe. I'm I'm excited to see where they're going. Um, it does seem like. I don't know, like I don't think anything's built up to a point where I'm expecting a specific thing to happen because like I don't know I, I would think normally in a regular show if it was like getting like an eight episode season like this we we would kind of have a general idea of like the final showdown or something by now that it's building up to that doesn't really seem directly to be doing that yet so I wonder if uh, like the next one will set all of that up before eight's kind of like the big blockbuster that. Knocks everything down? Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm expecting a big fight. I don't know that that'll even come in this season because obviously they already are set up for season three. They have to have some big cliffhanger at the end of the season. I'm not even going to begin to speculate what that could be, but... Yeah. I mean, considering the other one came out of nowhere. Plus, I wonder if Becca and... The super kid are going to pop up again at any point because we kind of just dropped that storyline a couple of episodes back. Yeah, I mean, Homelander will try to do something at some point, I'm sure, but I, I, I kind of feel like they might be done for this season. Well, like, I mean, I guess it makes sense for his character that he did kind of get bored and move on to Stormfront. Right, but... and obviously uh, Butcher, Billy Butcher, has just been kind of shut out so yeah but he seems so stubborn you don't think he'd give up yet but we'll see i guess but yeah so far so far this was probably the best episode of the season and got me a lot more excited because i was getting a little worried because the last couple episodes were so bad that i didn't know what the hell was going to (laughs) happen but it looks like it's, it's starting to write itself again oh the one other thing is uh at the end they they did uh, Starlight and Butcher did take Huey to a hospital and Butcher is still wanted Huey is still wanted Starlight is kind of wanted in a way because she doesn't have her tracker and Bot's been looking for her oh shit yeah we forgot to say that 
the literally so, the episode starts with Frenchie removing her tracker. Yeah, with a diamond cutter. So, yeah, I mean, I guess she's entirely given up on the facade of, of still being in the Seven. Well, yeah, I mean, she basically said that Stormfront was kind of onto her, so does leave her in a kind of a precarious situation if she stays there. Yep. So I assume we'll pick up with something happening there because they're very exposed in a hospital. You're probably right. Now, the real question is if Love Sausage will appear again. I think he's dead. I think he just got knocked out. He was just sleeping. Poor sausage will return. <laughs> sausage strikes back. All right. Well, I got nothing else to add for this episode. Nope. We'll do episode seven next week. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can find us on all the popular social media sites at StreamablePod and listen to the podcast on your favorite platforms. Please be sure to subscribe and leave us a review.